Welcome to 1111, which is a segment for my podcast where I talk, where I talk about a topic for 11 minutes and 11 seconds. Um, one, I hope you're having a lovely day or a lovely night or whenever you're listening to this. This episode or this one is about my favorite, 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 favorite book in the whole entire world. It's called uh, For Small Creatures Such As We by Sasha Sagan. Sagan? 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 I don't know. Sasha Sagan. So basically, this book. First of all, this book is one of my favorites. I'm probably going to make my kids read this book because I love it so, so much. Um, second of all, it reminds me of my favorite times because I've, I read The Four Agreements before this book, and that's when I was first getting into books. And then I this book just reminds me of camping because I read this book so much while I was camping and doing yoga and all of that stuff. It also reminds me of like sitting in my truck and just reading this book and like analyzing it as if I was a high school kid. But this book is basically an autobiography about this uh, woman, this Jewish, non, non-religious Jewish identifying woman who um, was raised by two scientists. Her dad was a famous, uh, he had like documentaries and he had a bunch of different movies and books. Um, and he believed in science, um, but he did not, um, oppose his, his kids or his daughter, um, to the idea of God, although they didn't celebrate any, um, holidays, which really resonated with me. I was like, I really um, vibe with this because I wasn't really raised with any holidays either. And basically her book is how we, how every tradition, how every holiday, how everything um, we grew up with is all tied down back to olden days and is all um, influenced by how our ancestors thought and how casually along the way, you know, social constructs and, 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 um, a bunch of like money and like, um, just like people who were focused on the money part of things and of controlling other human beings created, you know, organized religions and stuff like that. And she, she wanted to develop this new tradition for her and her daughter. Um, which by the way, I've, I saw her Instagram and she had a boy and it was the cutest thing ever. Um, but she basically opened my eyes to a lot of different point of views about um, traditions and religions and holidays because I'm I'm not a religious person. I don't, you know, I I feel like I'm more of a spiritual person. I I I don't like organized religion whatsoever, and I don't identify with any religion. But um, she actually um, she's I think atheist. I'm not sure. No, I think she's agnostic because she didn't, she wasn't opposed to the idea of God, but she believed more in science, which is kind of like me. I'm like, I don't, don't believe in God, but I believe more in, you know, facts or in, you know, auras and energies. And right now I'm reading this new book that I'm super excited about. I love this new book that I'm reading because it's teaching me a lot about different things. Um, but as you know, I analyzed the book as if I was in high school. I think it's because I was homeschooled and, you know, I like analyzing stuff. So I'm just going to, Close my eyes and I'm going to open whatever page and whatever sticky note. I'm going to read it. Oh, this one's about sex. Okay, so first of all, sex. So I wrote, sex is nature. It is normal. Social constructs and religions have dragged it into a major vanilla taboo. But everything poly mono is normal and okay. It does not harm. So this one, um, sex is beautiful. It allows your energies to flow and it's glory of nature. Another social construct. Other animals have same sex relationships. Sex 
sex, have same sex relationships. Um, we are animals, nature, social constructs. So this is what I'm talking about, how she broke down, she broke everything down into it being a major social construct, for example, in this one, in this case, sex, and, you know, same sex uh, relationships and sex and just, you know, casual sex or um, uh, polyamorous sex and all of these things. And basically saying like, you know, we're, we're meant to have sex, we're meant to come, we're meant to, you know, have all of these things. And I feel like society has made it into a really big taboo thing. And she was discovering how in the olden days, it was, it was, it was normal to have so much sex. You know, there were sex parties and all of that stuff. And it's like, but as we casually um, evolved, everything became so taboo and everything became just really, um, you don't talk about it. And it, and now I feel like now we're kind of shifting to where like sex is good. Sex is okay. Sex is, you know, normal. Like it's not nothing to be ashamed of. So now let's go somewhere else. Let's see. Um, chapter five realizing you screwed up, owning up to it, apologizing to yourself or others and changing is very important. A lot of different religions practice the same, create own morals. So this was basically um, a chapter five, which was about confession um, and seeing how different religions have different forms of when you, when you realize that you screwed up, you go and, you know, repent and like, you know, you're, you say sorry to like the priest or whatever. Well, she was saying how she basically created this law in, in her family and her, herself saying, if I mess up with my friends or with my daughter or with my husband, she says, she's going to, she's going to recognize it and apologize right away. And it's a, a tradition and it's something that, you know, I feel like it's very normal. And I think it's 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 normal to screw up and it's normal to apologize. And it's also something that I I I like to do and I like to learn to do. Um, knowing, hey, I screwed up, I apologize, I'm sorry. I feel like that's a big a good thing I learned from this book. Um, next sticky note. Um Chapter one, not everything happens for a reason, birth, death, life. It's all things that happen and we simply exist. See, I am a firm believer in not everything happens for a reason because that would say there's this big plan that kids dying in Africa of AIDS, it's just meant to be. Like, no, that is not meant to be. That is where, you know, my my either my luck or my logic and reasoning um come and play. And she talks about it in this book as well, how this is all we're just existing. It was just their luck, you know, and it sucks. It, it it sucks, but that's just their luck. And I'm sorry. And I, I just can't believe, and Hey, this is a big plan of some wizard in the sky. Like everything happens for a reason. Like, no, it does not because that would explain that would simply say all these kids in Africa or, or, or these people who have it so bad, like all these homeless people, not, and all of these bad things that happen to people is because of this big master plan. Like, no, it's not. And I cannot believe in that. Okay, next. <laughs> um, next sticky note. Oh, uh, uh-huh. Um, okay, this wasn't about gratitude. So I've been trying to show gratitude. Um, I've been trying to wake up every day and journal, like, you know, three things I'm grateful for. And it's something that's allowed me to um, just really be at peace with what I have and be at peace with what I own and I'm like and be grateful that hey other people don't have it as good as you so you really just have to be grateful and these are this is what I wrote she has this reach ritual in which she doesn't eat shower moisturize for one day allows her to picture if she lived like this and makes her grateful some people are born with luck privilege but it's the most basic essentials that have us lucky mm. 
not going hungry, having hot water and electricity. Doing more, donating money, clothing, food, not buying things you don't need when you can help others. Gratefulness. It's just something that I'm 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 also working on. So I think I wrote that for myself. Um, um okay. <laughs> oh, autumn. Um, okay. Hold on. Let me find a really good one because this book is everything. Um oh, she also like based this off of like science science because her dad was a scientist so she was basically saying how logically and like scientifically we're all breathing everyone's past air like everyone who died all our ancestors all of that we're all breathing the same air um and it, it was in the chapter about death um which i love how she she titled her chapter she she started with birth then she went into seasons and then she ended it with autumn winter and death which i loved and this one's right says death not feeling our emotions during hard times and blocking them is not healthy doesn't allow you to be in the moment then you have to feel it later she was talking about how when her dad died, she blocked all these emotions and she had to go to therapy because she didn't deal with them. Then she goes, all deaths are connected. They bring out the same emotions, trauma as the last one. So basically saying when people die, you you have to heal in order for you to not feel the same emotions all over again. And then my last one says, we all live, die, breathe, experience life on this earth. Nothing has been discovered about afterlife. So just live this one. That was my takeaway from this book because she really based so many amazing, amazing, amazing facts. And it's just one of the most well-written books about, hey, I don't have a really, I don't believe in God. Okay. But I love tradition and I love having traditions. I love having morals because there's, I feel like there's this big stigma about people who don't believe in God that, Hey, they're just, you know, this crazy person who has nothing for them. It's like, no, we do have morals. We do have, you know, we have, we, we're just as lovable. We're just as, you know, curious. We're just as beautiful as the next Christian, you know? I think she explained this book so amazing about science and about how how everything kind of um, intertwines. And she she did it so respectful as well. And I just love it. Please read this book called Four Small Creatures Such As We. I bought this one at Barnes & Noble. Um, I'm sure you can probably order it on Amazon. I don't really recommend that. But hey, if you want a good book and a, a good read, I recommend this book. I cannot recommend this book more. It's just amazing. Here, let's read a last sticking out. Um, not everything is a sign, but it's okay to create or find things that connect you to certain people. That is our takeaway. I love you so, so, so much. Thank you for listening, and I appreciate you. Bye.